And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Hello to you. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Welcome to 100 Watts and a Wire. Steve is here with us, W7UDI. We're talking about towers and so much more. <laughs> and um, oh, there's so much to go oh, yeah. do right now. I've got questions for us that we need to, to look at. Um, folks, join us on YouTube. We started a YouTube channel. Heck, we might be coming up on three months ago now. And it's a good way to see the show being created. If you like to see how the sausage is made, if you don't and you want to take it with you, you can don't always watch. take it with you. Don't watch. I, I think that was not the best selling point. If you want to see how sausage is made, I don't think you don't. Anyway. So, yeah, some people don't want to watch see the yeah, sausage I, being made. They, they want to just the eat the sausage. I just eat the sausage. So if you want to eat the sausage and see what you're eating, how about eating it? Forget it. It's just not, it's not working. It's just not working. Subscribe to us uh, on the YouTube channel. Do a search for 100 Watts and Wire. You can be eligible for prizes when you're in the chat for the live show and the live streams. Your call sign goes in there. We pull them out and we give away an antenna. We're doing 12 weeks of antenna giveaways. And we've been talking to Steve about his new tower. He's got a new 40-foot tower. He's been thinking about things he wants to put on it. And uh, we've got some questions left over. We've got a couple of videos. Steve, what do you want to do? You want to see, we've got a couple of videos that I can share. Uh, if you like, we can do some questions. Yeah. Let me see if I can do this without starting it. Oh, that, that is going to start it. I got a video from me. I got another video. Let's first go to the video. Yeah, let's, from get, Rex. let's do the video. And uh, you are welcome to send me a couple three-minute video about what you're working on. I'm always interested. People are like to see what you're doing. And over this holiday, you know, people are doing different things. Uh, so I got a video from Rex that I can share here with you. Let's see what Rex is up to. And uh, with any luck, you'll be able to see and hear this. All right, Christian. This is Rex, K-E-0-M-H-J. And this is what happens when you rearrange your entire living room. Your shack explodes, your son's computers broke down, and your entire shack comes to the basement to become reborn. <laughs> but it's a pile right now. Seventy three hundred under there. And uh the start of the new shack but it's got a long ways to go we'll get there hopefully do uh bonding uh, originally the shack didn't have any bonding upstairs and uh luckily my electrical service is right behind that wall and hope to bring coax through this wall and bond everything together i've got uh uh, grounding rod outside be bonded to the main service. We'll get everything straightened up like it's supposed to be but as for now Yep, there's a boom mic down there. It's all in a pile so uh, Soon I've got a letter there from a fellow ham that wants to know about my fan dipole So I need to get him written but right now there's there's actually four monitors hiding on here, but we're not gonna keep all of them on here anyway Christian said he wanted a video so here you go. 73. Steve, I'm scared. <laughs> that makes I me nervous. It. 
Ah, you got to tear it down before you can build it back up. Well, he's and, moving uh, from one location to the mm -hmm. other, and uh, that, it looked yeah. like he had a good organ, a plan. It's, it's a plan, and everything. You know, it, it'll be fine. It's uh, it's a little scary in the beginning, but uh, this is Steve. Now, though. This is Steve. It, it, it'll be fine. It'll be it'll fine. Be fine. It'll, it'll be work. Fine. It's going to be great. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> Main thing is he's talking about bonding. That's awesome. That's, Steve, uh, someone is uh, has now uh, chimed in here in our chat, and you sh might know this person. It looks like they share your same last name. <laughs> and that hot mess is why Steve has an outbuilding. Oh, Steve. <laughs> so your wife is now tuned in, and oh, yeah. I, I feel I feel for you now. I think you. That was my uh, grandson, Dean. That uh, you saw there. So. Uh, Okay. Okay. Cool. Very cool. I've got another video to play for the folks that can see. You should be able to hear it just fine on the audio podcast. But yeah, Rex is uh, making things happen and moving. And it's funny that uh, C says this because if you turn this camera around, you would see like it looked like something was disemboweled in here. Like this, this area is okay. Oh, and the <laughs> other side is my workbench. <laughs> and it's just like a constant struggle. But oh, yeah. all those wires and things like that. Let's see if I can uh, share another one with you. If this will work, uh, we should be able to uh, pull this up here. Let's see. Hopefully, uh, you see and hear this one as well. Let's go ahead and, and roll this for you. Okay. Got to start it over here. Very cool. Very cool. Oh, nice job on the staining and the urethane. Oh, that's going to be yeah, sweet. He seems a little bummed. He put the uh, the wrong side in first there, but that's okay. You can uh, you'll have to stain it. It looks beautiful. It looks, beautiful. Oh, looks well, great. Thanks for sharing that video. And you're welcome to let us know what your projects are that you're working on. A couple minute video is uh, just easy enough to play back, and the audio may be a little iffy depending on each person. So hopefully, you were able to hear that. Okay. Um, but it just depends. Everybody's not an expert with that. So you kind of got to piece some things together. And once he came in there, you could uh, hear it much better. So mm -hmm. uh, let's see. We can uh, we can take some questions in the chat. We also have a um, a few questions left over from last week that we can um, work on as well. Did you see mm -hmm. that meter? I believe that old-looking meter was part of a rotor, I think. Um, uh, that was a rotor, yeah. It's one of those CDI, it's a CDE rotor, yeah. That's an old uh, old rotor controller, and it's probably phenolic as the uh, plastic. It was, <laughs> it was cool. Good to see that, and then the watt meter that was next to it, so some cool stuff. Uh, let's see. Ian, a friend of ours, said uh, Disco Ball. Showing your age there, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you gotta have the, you got the mood lighting. You might as well throw up the disco ball. <laughs> that is nice. funny. Disco ball, and your wife is back, Steve. This is getting a little wacky here. <laughs> as long as it stays out of the shop. Yeah, as long as it stays out there, for sure. We have a couple questions. Let's see if we can uh, help out. If you have questions, you can put them in the chat. You can also send them. Um, Facebook is fine. We we end up finding everything. We've got a question. Any good options for a 160-meter receive an antenna for a small half-acre yard? Beverage, of, explain more. Explain a little bit beverage more. Beverage antenna the, is just a super long uh, wire antenna up about maybe, you know, four or five feet. It doesn't have to be up. It's, it's low to the ground. But as long as you can get it out, they uh, 
I mean, 500 feet is ideal, but you're sitting on a half acre lot. Just get out as much as you can. Um, normally they're, they're kind of a straight line, but you know what, just go out and run the perimeter of your property and stuff like that. And, and, uh, but the whole thing is it's, it's, it's down low and there's a lot of information on the web that you can find out about a beverage antenna. So just look up for beverage antenna. It's great for uh, you know, receiving on 160 meters. All right. Thank you for that, Steve. That was Whiskey X-Ray to Sierra. And Eddie asks, how is it that if you are abiding by the FCC rules, you are transmitting across five or more KC? Isn't three the legal limit? I hear some go as far as eight or nine wide, especially during a contest. So I should say this came right during last weekend's um, mm -hmm. big contest and I get ear fatigue, Steve. I, 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 um, there's so much going on adjacently to anything, mm -hmm. even if I want to listen to a station and, you know, you want to comment on that. It makes it hard for me to just listen to the radio because of all that extra bit going on there. Eddie seems a little bit troubled by how wide these guys are going during contests. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's not good practice, but, uh, being wide is not actually, you know, violating the FCC rules unless you're going outside the band. So if you're kind of in the upper end of the band or the lower end, well, upper end for voice, and you're splattering outside of the band, then yeah, you're in violation. But within the band, no. three KCs is just kind of the, the, the gentleman's agreement where we kind of mm -hmm. stay and try to be there. But you look at an AM uh, signal, it's going to be, you know, about six, you know, the guys that operate AM, it's going to be about six KCs wide. Sometimes they're going to go up to 10. And uh, and then you have the um, the extended SSB guys or the ESSB or the, the hi-fi sideband guys. And they they widen up their, their transmitters and they, they'll be four to five KCs uh, as far as bandwidth. And I think that's cool. That's, you know, that's their gig. That's their deal. And, uh, and as long as their, their emissions are staying within the band, it's by the FCC, we're legal. But, you know, you're going to irritate people um, and, you know, your neighbors around you uh, on the band. Though some of the biggest problems, especially in contests, is guys are just, you know, they're just got... Uh, let me say balls to the walls basically and they're they got too much audio too much compression going on they're they're over shooting their alc and they they're just splattering and it because they're just trying to you know their their whole goal is to make contacts they don't care about audio quality um how you know spectrally clean they are so but as far as you know being wide yeah good it's not the best operating practices but as long as we're staying within you know our our allocation then we're legal so as far as yeah. that 97 goes but I you know that's a that that's a debate that can you know that rages yeah. on and uh and you know i i hear some of the guys and it's nothing against flex but they open it up the guys that are mm -hmm. running flex and they can go four wide and it's all right like legally you know, mm -hmm. as long as they're not pressing up on somebody, they can actually do it. Because I've heard guys with the flexes have to defend the fact that they are, you know, if nothing is there, they can push out some, you exactly. know. Uh, 
so it it is allowed. Um, again, you know, it's more flex. Uh, you know, people will using you know an SDR receiver. You know, the the one thousand. You can open it up. Uh, uh, I've opened up mine a little bit uh, to three K, where normally. So like the Yesu, it comes factory default. The transmit bandpass is set for three hundred hertz to twenty seven hundred. I opened it up to 100 hertz to 3K. And uh, so, yeah, pushing it a little bit. But, you know, there are options where some radios will allow you to go even farther than that, 4K and beyond. And, uh, and that's all part of the, you know, experimentation. I've run across guys. They, that's their thing. That, that's their part of the hobby. They like doing stuff like that. And, uh, and, and that's not, you know, wrong. I mean, you might not like it, but you know what? Hey, that's their, it's their hobby too. And they're operating it the way they, you know, feel and, and what suits them. And as long as they stay within part 97 regulations, who are we to tell them what to do? Right. I will take a break here in a few minutes here. Edwin uh, asked, Steve, does a, a sky loop Delta loop have an optimal height over real ground? I would think just like any other, uh, Antenna, it, uh, if you want it, to, it's going to be takeoff angles. <laughs> I I don't have a lot of experience with loops, and so I'm going to equate it pretty much a horizontal loop. If it's a half wave above the ground, it's going to have a takeoff angle at 23 degrees or something like that or whatever. And if, if it's a full wavelength above, uh, it's going to have a, uh, a, you know, a different takeoff angle versus, you know, 10 feet off the ground. So it's, uh, think about it the same way as, uh, as a, you know, halfway dipole. That's the way I look at it. But, you know, I don't have a lot of experience with, with the loop. So I'm kind of ignorant on that part. Okay. So we can uh, take some more questions and comments if you have them about antennas or towers today. Uh, we speaking have to about give away. loops, we yes, got to give yeah. one away. We will. We will. That's good. You're getting really good at this. You're getting really <laughs> good. We're going to do that. But first, you know, but first, I hate to said that, but first, a shiny new toy. <laughs> yeah. I probably should send you to the uh, YouTube channel to the 100 Watson Wire um, dot com. That's sort of the hub. It can send you out to these other places, the main address for the show. But um, Facebook group is always active. A lot of good questions uh, come and answers fall there. And then um, the moderators keep a really good eye on keeping those D-bags and nitwits out of the <laughs> sauce. And that's really helpful, and that's why it's here. But the YouTube channel now is uh, starting to, to take root a little bit more, and it's a, it's a really interesting to be able to live stream like this and interact in real time uh, just reminds me of broadcast radio, and I really enjoy it, and I know Steve's having a blast too. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a minute. We'll pick up questions. We'll give away that antenna. In the meantime, make sure you put your call signs anywhere in the chat during uh, the stream here, and you'll be qualified for that. Uh, we got to keep it to the uh, the uh, American listening audience because the cost of an antenna that's made out of wire is pretty cheap, relatively speaking, And but sending it overseas would be a lot uh, for our sponsors to do, and I don't want to uh, hamstring anybody with that, we'll come back in a minute. We'll give away a 40 meter uh, sky loop antenna next. Main Trading Company is your one stop ham radio shop in Paris, Texas. Find us on the web at mtcradio.com. We've been in business for 12 years. We take trades and love to help fellow hams trade up 
to a newer rig. Watch our used gear page on the web for great deals on older and even like new equipment. Main Trading is a mom-and-pop business owned by Richard and Christine Lenore. We hope you'll hop on the web and give us a try. Or give us a call at 903-737-0773. We're here hoping to earn your business with good old-fashioned friendly service. If you're in Northeast Texas, stop in and see us at 2707 Lamar Avenue. Main Trading Company, Surplus Electronics, and Ham Radio. Yes, sir. And welcome back. It's Christian K0STH Steve W7UDI. Last week we had Leanne with us and she said, let's give away the 40 meter loop. Mm -hmm. And being well-trained men that we are, we're like, yes, ma'am. Yes. Yep. Of course. Yep. Totally. How many? One. All right. But the idea was let's give away what we hadn't give away, given away yet. And then maybe get some feedback from the people who have won it. Uh, antennas. And we still have some things to look at for next week. We have an N-Fed, and I don't believe we've given away the off-center Fed yet, which is cool. So we'll think about that. Are you ready, Steve? Let's see who we, who we can uh, we can pull up. And the random drawing is just that. Uh, the call signs go in a bowl. They are signed with a number. Uh, my children will pick the number, and bada-bing, you'll find bada out that the winner is Jason. Kilo nice. Echo Zero, India Alpha Victor, Jason. And um, he's going to get to try out this 40-meter loop, which I believe is 35 feet on each side. You need a little space. But as Steve mm -hmm. said today, and uh, Ed uh, Durant has told us earlier in the meet and greet that you can kind of bend it any way you need to do it. Just get it up there and try it out and see. Get it up. Ed also uh, mentioned an article that he has written, and it's in the chat there. You can find it in the link. And if you're listening to this on the road, traveling back from Thanksgiving, um, you can see the show as well and go back to the chat and click that link. But congratulations to Jason. I'm really curious to see how 40 meter, like that's something like I want to play with. You know what I mean? That's like, I don't have that and I've never tried a loop, but I'm, uh, I would try it. I would try it. Have you ever done a loop, Steve? I've no, heard nothing but good about a loop. Yeah. There's a, I haven't tried one yet. And uh, at the old place, I, you know, thought about putting one up, but it just never happened. And, uh, but people that I have uh, I've known over the years that have it up, they they swear by it. They love it, and it's a great all around antenna with a tuner. They can pretty much uh, the one antenna works everything. So uh, the only the one commonality that uh, people have told me is uh, cut it for the lowest band that you can you want to operate on. So if you want to operate 80 and above then you cut the the loop for 80 meters if uh, if you have the room to put up uh for 160 then great and that's you know that's 500 and some odd feet uh, at 160 so that's a lot of wire up in the air but uh it uh, a 40 meter loop I've, i'm estimating is about 135 feet of wire somewhere around there so that's do you manageable remember do you remember the year that i had a spool of 500 feet at 500 feet of wire and i ran it from my switcher up a tree about 12 feet high and ran uh, it straight out straight to the out. north <laughs> straight out to the north and at some point 250 feet in this thing i'm like what the hell are you doing <laughs> and it and i'm like and i'm i'm taking nails and i'm putting them in the tree and i'm looping this thing above it i'm hanging it it's going down it's back up it's back. going around 
500 feet. And I'm thinking, wow, man, that's really something. And uh, it took me a day to put this wacky thing up. It was 12 feet high, came in, no noise. The SWR on all HF bands was really low, under two to whatever it was. Like it was, I was like, wow, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, and I was hung up on the fact that I couldn't put much power into it, right? I could put 100 watts or whatever because of the ballon that I was using. Uh-huh. And so I, and I came inside, and then I think you told me or somebody else told me that this will be a directional mm-hmm. antenna to the north. And I, um, I was like, well, I don't know. I can't put power in it. I can't put power, and it's just it's directional. <laughs> And so I came in and I made a contact with Michigan, you know, on this thing at 12 feet high, 500 feet to the north, straight out uh-huh. and uh, promptly took it down, man. I'm, I'm out there <laughs> like, like all this a full day of putting it up. But something in my mind hung, hung me up on the fact that it was a directional antenna mm-hmm. and um, it, I it couldn't have, dump it too much power that go about 45 degrees off the uh, so you're going down the the length of the wire and you're and you're you got lobes going off it directional to the to the to the right to the left and behind you and uh, it doesn't act like a uh, a normal uh, dipole or anything like that and that just really uh, kind of threw you for a loop yeah and, and i was like you know this is like the swr shocked me i mean it mm-hmm. played well on every hf band i it was it was amazing and but i've never played with a loop and i hear guys on there and they're they sound just like this yeah jimmy everything's great and uh, i got my 80 meter loop up you copy me okay <laughs> yeah you're 45 over bob you know like i'm like man i need that in my life these guys sound so great so you know, I, I think I'm going to have to try mm-hmm. at least at some point a loop. I have the space, but you another mental trees. hurdle. I have the trees, and I'm hearing that it doesn't matter so much if it's not a perfect circle or if it's not mm-hmm. a perfect square. The height of it is, is troubling because, you know, it's oak trees. They've got branches in every which way. But that probably doesn't matter. And I guess the point of this whole discussion here with the wire and the loops is just put it up there. Get it up and see it, what happens. It, get it up, it, big man. <laughs> you go again. See, come get him. Let's come something wrong. <laughs> let's see where we are. Okay, good. We've got some time. Here's another question from Mark. Oh, let's figure out what we want to give away for next week. Do we want to do? Uh, we've got an NFED. Let's do the NFED because you just brought up an NFED antenna with the 500 foot. So let's I knew there was a go, reason. Let's go with the NFED. All right, and good then deal. The LCF will be the following week. Okay. Good deal. Here's a question from Mark. Mark asked, I have an MFJ 2012 off-center fed dipole, about a year old and pretty reliable, always tuned up well on 40, 20, 17, 15, 10, and 6. A month or two ago, lost 15 meters, wouldn't tune. Today, I lost 17 meters as well. Any thoughts? Interesting. Jeez. What do you do there? Do you start with the ballon? I mean, do you go in with a uh, try to replace maybe the four to one ballon on that and see? I don't know no. how you would move. I mean, it's so an off center fed dipole is basically you're going to have the ballon and then you're going to have lengths of wire. So it was uh, tuned up well on 40. So I'm going to assume this is a 
uh, 66 foot uh, Balan or antenna, not Balan. <laughs> Wake up, Steve. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would venture, I've, I would bring that bad boy down and I would look at the connection between the Balan and your short leg. Just, uh, I don't know, for some reason that's kind of kicking into my mind. It's like you got an open and uh, something's opened up. And now it could be the Balan itself. And if you need to replace a balance, it's just a four to one balance uh, for an off center fed dipole. And, um, but, uh, or go make one and, uh, and make your, you got a four to one balance and, uh, and then go from there and just take, uh, your formula for 40 meters. So it'll be 66 feet, 64% on one leg, 36% on the other leg. Tune it, uh, adjust it for the lowest frequency, you know, which will be 40 meters, and they will tune up on the other bands. And okay. uh, but I s- kind of suspecting that there's an open. It could be within the ballon, or it could be the termination between the wire and uh, going to the ballon. So I'd look at that first. But, okay. Uh, Mark says that's what he'll he'll do. Uh, Andy says he believes he cooked the ballon. the ballon. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm not familiar exactly with that uh, that particular model antenna, so it could be the balance only rated at 300 watts, and you just kind of you know hit it with 15. But uh, check your your coax and connectors. So I seem hey? to go there first. That's always my my thing. I believe that I've I've well, failed my coax and I've put on a janky connector, and I must start there. But and if, but if sometimes. Coax or connector, I would tend to believe that all the bands would be bad, but it's still possible. And and a great right. way to test your coax is sure. bring your coax down, you bring your antenna down, disconnect the coax. I mean, for all we know, we can have water in there that could be janking things up. Um, but disconnect your coax, put a dummy load at the end of the coax. So the the you know, part of troubleshooting is uh, the way I look at it is you divide and conquer. So an mm-hmm. antenna system is comp- comprised of two components, your transmission line and then the antenna. So you need to isolate the two, figure out which one is the uh, is the problem. So the easiest way is disconnect your coax, put a dummy load on the end of it and check for VSWR. And if you, it should be flat all the way across the, uh, the whole spectrum, uh, the whole band from 40 meters up to... 10 or six meters it should be one to one or close to it if and then that now you've eliminated the feed line now you can concentrate on the antenna system if the coax doesn't have any has issues then you address that and then move on to the antenna so yeah divide and conquer when you're trying to work on antenna systems and do it in the coldest part of the year if you can especially when you have you know a couple feet of snow so. They work better. That's what mm-hmm. I've always said. The Elmers have always told me. Here's another one from Mike. Mike uh, sends a question. Recently returned ham, uh, returned to ham with a soldering iron question. Traditional or newer style butane soldering gun. I don't build radios, but need something for coax connectors and other repairs. Uh, <laughs> I go to traditional uh standard uh i got a little um, weller over there yeah weller gun and stuff like that the butane's great uh for outside work and stuff like that wouldn't uh necessarily try to use it indoors Uh, but you know that's me that's a firefighter and me coming out you know i do like flames but uh 
I, I would tend to go with the, the electric one and uh, go from there. Okay. Very good. If you have a question or a comment you'd like to share with us, you are welcome to do that. I got a comment from Walter. Last week we had uh, Leanne on the show and we were talking about the future of amateur radio and with probably a unique look when uh, we talk about being in America. And Walter had an interesting comment. Says, not to worry, y'all. Ham radio does not rely on Americans to save ham radio. There are people worldwide that are not white, been there, done that, and have five different calls worldwide. Uh, so it's an interesting talking point to dovetail off of what we did last week uh, with Leanne. Uh, and another thing, we're not trying to save it. Um, my whole thing and with the show here, and I know it, it's true for Steve, is we want to be inclusive to everybody, the ladies, people of color, uh, children, and expose as many people as we can but, yeah, we probably did have a, a unique American perspective mm. on that one. So I appreciate Walter um, at least stopping in and, and giving us a thought about things overseas. I hear on 80 meters all the time or during contests, we, we're so polite. You know, we're so polite to the people we work in uh, different countries, you know, mm -hmm. and you're five, nine, ten, uh, plus ten, Mohammed. You know, and they're so happy to make the comments and, and the connections. And then, you know, as long as we can kind of keep that going, you know, let's, you know. Yeah, we do kind of get a little wrapped up in our in our country here and uh, kind of see it through that prism. And uh, but yes, thanks, Walter, for, uh, you know, bringing that. It is it is a worldwide uh, hobby and uh, it's sometimes we forget that. Yeah, and we're not looking to save it. We just want we just want to do better, do more. And uh, Jared's chiming in now on the uh, the soldering iron. I use a butane torch or when I'm working out in the field. Uh, there you go, Jared. Thank you for that. Uh, Ian adds, let's see. You can't control the temperature on the butane powered irons. Uh, so that's a good point too. It's either on or off. <laughs> Okay, so here we, uh, I had another video that I did for you guys before we wrap things up. And let me see if I can, I can make this work for you. It was the window weights before I uh, gimped up my leg real good uh, last, oh, it's been about a week now. Let me, let me pause that. Sorry, let me get back. Uh, too many things. Let me take you outside and show you, I want to show you the window sashes uh, that I use here. And I can do that. So you'll be able to hear me on the audio side of this. And you'll be able to see it on the YouTube channel. So uh, let's check it out here and hit play. There we go. So I don't know if you guys uh, can. I'll have to work on the audio of these to play back through them. I'm, I'm not sure why they are a little low, but I'll, I'll work on that. But. Yeah, that's how I do the window sashes. I've been talking about it for years. I figured I'd, I'd go out there, but I, I haven't been able to get out there since the uh, injury to the ankle, but that was done uh, before. So that's it, man. All those trees, and uh, nice. that's how we have to do it. We have to find it. And, and those antennas aren't perfectly north to south. I mean, they're pretty close now mm -hmm. after, like, years of... We have these invasive things, hackberries. Uh, no, uh, bush honeysuckle. That's what they're called, bush honeysuckle. And they're the first green thing you see in the woods and the last. And uh, 
I mean, they can spread out to like 10, 12 feet, and then they can get really big. And if you can take them down, you've got to paint them to kill it or it just comes back. I mean, it, it's kind of a nightmare. But after I've done some clearing, I've gotten a better position um, mm -hmm. out there for 160. So there you have it. I wanted to play that last week, but we got so busy and wrapped up. And here we are now. We're at the end of the show now. What did we miss, Steve? Did we miss anything? I think we're good. Somebody says, nice property. I am uh, totally encroaching on my neighbors. They pay it. I just put my antennas <laughs> up there. So <laughs> screw you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. No, that's uh, that's out to the north, uh, the north of the property there. And it's uh, mm -hmm. it's quite a run. And Steve and I have always talked about the loss factor of coax and going, mm -hmm. you know, 100 feet to the switcher and from the switcher all the way out there. Mm -hmm. That's another run. But I tend to do okay on um, there's an 80 meters out there and there's one my 160. And that's what we were looking at. And that's jacked up. That's a jacked up um, NI4L is an antenna maker that I've worked with in the past. I've had some problems with 160 because of the tree damage, the wind. And um, he built this thing uh, he calls a fat boy. And it was a big jacked up ballon. And this ladder line is um, so it can take a little bit more. Uh, and it's broad banded. I like it a lot. Doesn't mean I, I've had to rebuild the ballon. What happens is a tree limb will come and the ballon will explode because it's PVC and it's pulls off. So I've kept the legs. The legs have been the best part uh, because they've, you know, they haven't been cut. But the balance have exploded out there. And I've probably rebuilt that particular antenna two or three times at least. Yeah. Uh, that's, <laughs> that poor balance has just yeah, been it's, abused. It's been rehoused. Re <laughs> I mean, like I've taken it completely apart and rehoused it. You know, I got a good lesson in, uh, you know, how the guys and girls do, you know, like electrician type work, you know, buying the boxes from the big box store and going in there and drilling holes and, you know. It's fun. It's fun. It's really frustrating. And I hope that you guys will get on 160 soon. So I have somebody to talk to. Um, it's just me and GI Joe <laughs> until then security. Well, I'll grab the gnomes and we'll, uh, we'll bring them in. The yeah. I hear great things about the gnomes. Uh, the gnomes see, yes. I can't wait to hear more about that. There's many, many gnomes yes, around Steve's man. place. Yes. The gnomes are here. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, someone mentioned in the uh, the chat, Matt says, you know, I'd, I'd been doing a lot of walk and talks in the woods. So finally now folks can uh, get a chance to see what it lo really looks like out there in the woods. I wasn't lying to you. Um, and it's great. And there's something about like, you know, not to sound like the old hippie again, but there's something about being out in nature or in the garden and out there in the woods. And, and that's good for me. It's good for my soul and looking up and, I might curse at a few squirrels. Sure. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Hey, 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 hey. You know, hey. like, hey, 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 get out of here. You know, and marking my territory <laughs> with my own urine. But uh, you can tell the show's over because I'm starting to think about going to the bathroom. Well, thank you all for uh, joining us. We'll give away an N-fed antenna on the next week. Next show, you've got another about a minute or so here. Put your call sign in if you haven't already. If you have, no need to uh, be redundant on that. Just go ahead. Anybody uh, from the top of the show till now is qualified to win, and we'll pick it. I hope everybody had a great uh, Thanksgiving. I know I did. I ate too much, and I think that's kind of part of the thing. 
you're supposed to. Drank a little bit too, Steve. I don't know if you got any nice. of those uh, good IPA beers while oh, you yeah. were. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, see. oh, yeah. Got some. We'll got totally do dominated by total domination. <laughs> <laughs> well, good deal. Steve, thank you. And 73, thank you, thank you 73, to everybody everyone. at home for watching and listening in post as this goes out. I appreciate you. Subscribe. Uh, if you do the thumbs up, there's an algorithm to the YouTube. And um, so we're one of the smaller ones. And once we get the, a little further along, it gets a little easier for, pe for people to find us. For now, we need you to subscribe on your own and find us on your own a little bit. Give us a thumbs up. Hit the bell. You know, there's things that we need to let YouTube know that we're actually a thing so they make us uh, more available. So we're going to be small for a while, but I will remind you as we go. 73, we'll uh, gather next week. I think the uh, the meet and greets went well, Steve. It was mm -hmm. uh, even better this time. So we'll, uh, we'll meet again next Saturday, a little after 9 o'clock and gather. Take care of yourselves and each other. And then by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. Uh, thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.